This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is The Boop Show, episode 233. It is Monday, February 3rd, 2020. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. I'm Scott. That's Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. How you doing? Oh, hi, Scott. Nice to see you. Doing all right. Good have to a good see day. you too, friend. Yeah, yeah. I have had a most uh, day. Just not excellent, not bad. Just just kind of right there in the middle. All right. We had so, we had so much snow that now my son is out shoveling about three feet of snow. So that's good. oh my gosh, yep. it's like it's like seventy degrees here in the south. Oh my gosh, you guys don't yes. even know how good you got it. Jeez Louise, we we really do know how good. But we I guess actually, I come come walked. talk to you in uh, summer, and then then you'll have a different story to tell. Right. That's right. Then I'm all like, man, it's hotter than a, it's hotter than a hand up Elmo's butt. <laughs> I mean, it's throwback, throwback, <laughs> throwback pre-show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hey everybody, welcome back. We've had a week. We've done some video game playing, and we're here to talk about it, as we often are. So let's get started. Brian, I dipped my hand. Into Elmo, no, um, in a uh, in a thing that it normally doesn't really drive me, but it did this week, so I gave it a shot. I played a whole bunch of Legends of Runeterra. Runeterra. Now, if you don't know what that is, have you heard? Actually, I, I do not know what that is. Please explain Runeterra. All right. So you know about League of Legends, yeah? Heard of that? I I've played that. Yes, I I know what that is. Okay. I'm not good at it. I'm ter- <clears throat> I'm also terrible at it. And uh, I'm better than I used to be, but right. I'm, st- I'm not, you know, I'm nowhere. I'm not doing anything crazy. In that we game. should, we should like, we should like, you know, group up one night and kill it. You want to, th- I don't know that we'd kill it. We might kill our You're careers right. as uh, creators and podcasters, <laughs> but I don't know about killing it in any other way. But uh, so, all right. Riot Games is famous for making that game and uh, League of Legends oh. has kind of been their only game for right. like almost a decade. And so. A lot of people are like, well, when is Riot going to branch out and do some new things? And if you remember, not too many, maybe it's a couple of months ago, they got mm-hmm. out in uh, in an event and showed off a bunch of upcoming projects that were not League of Legends. Some of them set in the League of Legends universe, but they also showed a shooter that looked a little bit like if Counter-Strike and Overwatch had a baby. Uh, that's right. kind of what that was. As you do. Yeah. And we don't know much about that game yet, um, but they showed that. They showed... Uh, some kind of dungeon crawling looking Diablo business kind of oh. looking game. I forgot what that was called or what the deal was there. Uh, they talked about other stuff, but the one that really stuck out to me was their Hearthstone competitor. Oh, Hearthstone, a card type game. Yeah, a CCG. Battle cards. Sure. Uh, collectible card game is the typical nomenclature for this type of game. And, uh, it is definitely a shot over the Hearthstone bow in terms of what it's aiming for. Um, 
I usually, okay, so I'll try a lot of these card games. I just like to see what everybody's up to, right? Especially in the shadow of Hearthstone. What did Hearthstone do to competitive card playing? It, it made it so these card games needed to be, they needed to look better, play better. Mm-hmm. You know, the animation be should actually pop. humorous. Yes, be funny, and endearing, all that stuff. Uh, bring something to the table, quote unquote, <laughs> uh, that you wouldn't get with a tabletop, but also, you know, because video games can do things special. So, you know, what are you going to do? And so I always like to check them out. I played Eternal. I played the the Elder Scrolls one, which I guess just got announced. They're, they're ending that. They're not going to do that anymore. Did you play Arena, Magic the Gathering? I have. I played that this week as well um, for the first time, actually, because, again, oh, really? I, I got in this mood of like, all right, well, let's see what else is. What are the hot things right now? Right. And uh, card games, battle cards, Magic the Gathering Arena is pretty freaking good. It's pretty freaking amazing and well balanced, in my opinion. Yeah. And it also is not nearly as new player put offy as people were afraid of. I think I think it actually. Oh, yeah. Not at all. You can get in and you can you can win some rounds. Yeah. And you get how it works and the mechanics are are Mm -hmm. explained in such a way. And also things happen visually in a way that is very intuitive. It's, It's a good game. So I was very curious to see how this open beta would proceed with Legends of Runeterra. I don't really know the characters from League of Legends, so all these guys showing up going, I'm here to save the realm and all this bullshit. <laughs> they just kind of make me go, okay, well, I don't know you. You look like Arthas kind of. You're probably ripped off from him, so good luck. You know, whatever. Uh, the actual gameplay, though, is really good. Oh, interesting. Like, really good. Like to the point. I'm trying that, to see what else stands out about it because you know we had uh, we had the two lanes in uh, what game was it with the lanes? Oh, three lanes in um, Do- three lanes. Uh, Dota's. What was the Dota one? Yeah, uh, what was it called? Uh, Artifact. Which right. Nobody was happy with Artifact. Was a bummer. It turns out. Um, right. Let me get to an actual game here where they're playing for real. For um, reals, though, <laughs> I, I like the so I see two numbers on each of these cards. Okay, so here's how it works. Uh, Quite it, prominently displayed. Yeah, big shocker. Uh, the yellow number is your power or your attack damage. Right. And the other big shocker is the red is your life points. So That's every right. card's got that. If you played Hearthstone, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, or Magic or anything else for that matter. Anything. Yeah, they all do it. Uh, this is a little bit different in that you don't have a hero you're trying to destroy. You're trying to take down all the hit points of their nexus, their little uh, crystal thing. Which is a lot uh, like what they, yeah, it's what they have in gotcha. the in the MOBA. That makes basically. sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So when you battle, though, Hearthstone's a little bit more direct. It's like drag it up, place it. If it's not, if it doesn't have charge, you wait until the next round, and then it can attack anything it wants to. Or if somebody has has a block, then you have to attack it. But you know, you can just take it and right, go right. for it. This is a little bit different. Um, it kind of has a lane system a little bit. Those three slots there. Well, there's more than that even. You can put more cards out there and do more than three. But you kind of create a direct attack on the thing that's in front of it. So if if you're going to... And there's a a turn to block it. So I'll put down a thing for my attack. Uh, You can only attack every other round. So the attack token will flip to player two after you've had your, Mm. your run. And that round, they can... And they can choose not to attack during the round. They can totally pass if they want to. But... They it's it's treated a little bit more like a passing of a baton kind of like when can you attack right. and when can't you attack uh, without getting too much into all the nitty gritty details. Some of the obvious stuff, the cards themselves have lots of different abilities. Some cards are just straight up. Hey, this has a four six and that's it. That's all you, you know. That's the entire card. Um, some will have keywords and things like this one's got overwhelm, which means uh, if it attacks a minion and succeeds in beating the minion, it will also continue on with whatever's left of its attack 
points. Right. Let's say two left out of six, and it will attack the the nexus with that and spend it there. Yeah. Again, a common like mechanic in other games. Um, right. They really made something cool here, though. There's just from okay from a casual perspective. It's very pop. Graphically, it has tons of pop, lots of animation, lots of great sound effects, lots of voice work, like all that stuff. You know, is is there? Right. It's it's very good that way. Um, I think I just like the change of pace. It's just a different approach to one of these games, and how you kind of it looks a lot more. It looks a lot more simplified. It looks like, uh, I mean, it is it, it even like the mana it accrues each round, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it it looks like. Uh, it just looks very simple. I mean, it's not like a knock against it. It just means it, it, it's, it's simple probably, to get uh, into. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, easy point of entry. Knock yourself out. Does it ever get complicated where you can like use some serious strategy oh, or yeah. is it just oh, kind yeah. of? No, is there this, is some intense yeah. meta level freaking combos and strats and right. tactics and all of that stuff is there. It would have to have or else this sort of stuff will never go anywhere. Right. Um. That's all there. Uh, I've been worked pretty hard by some people. Here's the big difference, though, or the thing that I'm liking about it over, say, something like Hearthstone in this, you know, in a head-to-head mode like this. Uh, I enjoy the process of playing this more than I do Hearthstone. And I don't exactly know why. Um, I think it is this choice of, am I going to attack this turn or not? Am I going to block? Maybe. Maybe I could block if I want to. In Hearthstone, you don't have that option. I mean, you do if you you put a dude up with taunt and then you have to attack, you know, your opponent has to attack the taunt character. He can't attack other ones. So that strategy is there, but it's in a very different way. You're sort of locked into that. And this thing, it's like, all right, he's attacking me with three dudes. Do I want to block any of this? And the truth is, well, I may want to block two of them because they're heavy damage, but the third one, maybe not because it's only, it's only one hit. It's only one point of damage. So I'll just let him, I'll take the hit uh, without losing another card. So there's a lot of that stuff. And I like that because it feels like I'm being, I'm having to make a decision that isn't just, oh, it's hard to explain. I don't know how to explain it. It's a no, little more, it, it, that, it's more like magic yeah. that way because magic's a bit like this, except you have the mana thing. Uh, yeah. Which, oh, it, yeah. Magic can get quite yeah. uh, in depth. Yeah. It can get pretty crazy. Strategies. Um, yeah. I really like it though. And I'm going to keep playing it and I hope people will try yeah. it. Um, they're going to. How be, are you playing this on uh, PC? PC. PC. Uh, it's coming to everything. Uh, right. This is still open beta period, and 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 I have it open on some. Beta. Had somebody who may or may not know. I don't know if they really know, but somebody had told me that um, potentially the mobile versions are coming sooner than people think. So pretty quick, it sounds like. Right. Um, and you know, if you're out there and you're fatigued, you're like, man, I'm sick of these games. I don't want to play any more competitive card games. I've had it. I've got all my fill or whatever. This changed my mind from being a bit like that. I was feeling that way. And this right. has me this has me pretty jazzed. Now we're early, right? The meta's not locked in. Uh, I seem to be unlocking cards all the time really quickly, so it seems really generous right now mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm, unlocks, mm-hmm. but that may change the further you get down the road. And I don't know how hard it will be to get the cards you want, when you want them, that kind of stuff. You know, those kind of limitations are still there. It's still a CCG. They still have a, you know, a model to make money. But they also are going to sell like backgrounds and skins and stuff to just do a lot of cosmetics, which they've had great now, success I with. I like that. Can you can can you buy like the boards or anything in oh, other yeah. games? Uh, no, uh, depends on the game. Some games, yes. Uh, Hearthstone, no. Hearthstone is themed based on 
Uh, well, I don't know. If it's right, right. Themed on who you're fighting, but but Hearthstone. I stuff, would be interested go. in doing something like that. Now, yeah. I, I will buy cards occasionally, but I like to earn my cards yeah. as I go along because otherwise, I just get greedy. And I'm like, spin, spin, spin. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of me too. So I, I, but, I actually uh, would prefer it if I could buy cosmetics. But stuff. I don't mind buying. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of backwards like that. I think I, I, I don't mind buying cosmetic stuff. I don't mind buying that. Kind I don't of either. I don't either because it doesn't have anything to do with paying to win. It's just like, oh, I want to look yeah. cooler. I want a better card back or I want my my yeah. board. I mean, like right now, I don't think you can buy these extra boards. I think that's coming. Right. But that, that is, board's pretty boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it gets the job done, but there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it there's does. plenty more coming. This one's just ba- this is based on Summoner's Rift, which is their their uh, MOBA. Uh, I mean, it looks just like the MOBA or uh, League of Legends board, basically. It's the right, same right. theme. You know, the trees and the river and the stuff. It's basically, oh, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I like it a lot, though. I think they've got some real flourish on this that is grabbing me. They also have an enormous fan base to ad- ad- uh, advertise to. So I think the League of Legends people, oh, yeah. anyone yeah. interested in this sort of game, are going to leap on this. And I'm happy to say that it turned out really good. So park your bias now, and I, try it and see what you think. It's I don't good. know a lot about League of Legends, but I have watched a few people play, and I'm always seeing people wait around a lot between uh between you know their their big sessions or whatever so i'm curious if this would be like something that people will do while they wait yeah yeah and and so is that what, what are they doing in those league of legend things when i'm watching these people on twitch what are they what are they doing they're just standing around talking about when they're gonna play and i'm like why don't you just play now there is a lot of that isn't there on the streams just sort of I don't standing know it around is. going, I it's don't okay, know what I'm going to play. It's okay, but I just, I just, I, I don't get Is it that. okay, though? Or should we mock it. them? Maybe we should mock them. I'm know. not, yeah, well, we should mock them. Absolutely. I mean, if there's anyone who's ever deserved being mocked, it's League of Legends, right, Kyle Ferguson? Hey, so that's what ooh, I would do. Hey. <laughs> Kyle, look, Kyle, look, Kyle is, you know what I love about Kyle? Kyle's the man when it comes to League of Legends. Go he's, ahead. He's good, at every, he's good at everything. But the thing I like right. the most about Kyle is if he uh, doesn't like another thing, you'd never know it because... He's the most like positive Zen monster in the history Absolutely. of the world. Absolutely, just Zen and out. Absolutely. Looks at you and so, so if you try to get him riled up and go, "What do you think of this controversial thing that happened?" He'll go, "I well, believe you know. that I'm in a special <laughs> zone right now." Like he's just fine. He doesn't need it. Anyway, League uh, Legends of Runeterra. It's a terrible name, in my opinion. Awful, dumb name. Too long to say. Yeah, people will just call it Rune or Runeterra, and that's fine. Uh, but I think the game is very good and i'm i say this to someone who's not great at these i'm okay at them i don't i prefer deck builders over deck collectors all of that yes. being said this this is this is singing a pretty good tune i like it so there you go brian tell me about oh i love this one that you're playing children of morta I have this on pc tell me about your impressions oh i am playing the children of morta on the xbox game pass it just popped up this past week i really didn't have much interest in it before i saw this you know i saw some screenshots and things and it looked pretty mm-hmm. but it didn't really tickle my fancy if you will but mm-hmm. free on game pass well i'm already paying for it so i've already paid for it on game pass mm-hmm. so i did so so hey scott it's dangerous to go alone so <laughs> take this shield and sword and hugs and from your kids and kisses from your wife and uh-huh. and uh, head out for an RPG adventure. How does that sound to you, Scott? That sounds pretty good. I like this game. Yeah. It's got a cool. I love this game. Cool this, is one of, this is this is one of my favorite new games. I don't know how I'm going to stop. 
So you're playing you're playing as one of the uh, family members of the Bergson family who are or the children of Morta. I am assuming from the, the the what I've learned so far, by the way, disclosure here. I like to tell everybody how long I've played the game so far, so you have an idea if this is a first impression. Yes, it's a first impression. I've played four hours so far, uh, and uh, maybe like four and a half hours so far. And there's about 13 hours of casual gameplay, according to howlongtobeat.com. So I've got a little taste, but I'm certainly not all the way there. I've only unlocked two family members. I've unlocked John and I've unlocked Linda, the daughter of John. Yeah. Now, the Bergson family, they live in this beautiful 16-bit pixel-looking house. Yeah, huge mansion. Yeah. It is gorgeous. I love how this looks, and I love the animation. I love how these characters move. I love how they talk. I love how it's narrated. I love the story progression, and it is a masterclass on how to tell a good story, mm. in my opinion. I agree. It's uh, very good. And it, it is because, because what you're doing is, it's kind of, it's a roguelite, right? Because you're, you're, you're you're like progressing mm-hmm. and you're doing a lot of like dungeon crawling almost you're you're going against a bunch of bad guys it's a bunch of much demons you're going against uh what they call the corruption mm-hmm. and it's the corruption starts out of this like ooey goose kind of thing and they start out at slugs and is slowly infesting the land of rea mm-hmm. right yeah now you'll notice i'm using all the names of the of the places and I've only played it four hours. You know what that tells me? <laughs> this place, this, this yeah. story is really good because when you tell me a sci-fi or a fantasy story, if you, if you try to do too much world building too fast, I'll get lost. Yeah, They don't do that here. They no. start you at a base and that base is family, right? Yeah. And they start you at a bunch of tropey stuff, but not so tropey that you roll your eyes. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, a good, it all uh, seems okay. legit to me. There, there feels like it's being written from a good place, you know? Like they know what right. they're doing. Yep. Exactly. It's being it's being written from a good place and it's introducing the characters slowly to me. I appreciate that because I've got enough game mechanics to try to handle to worry about your story. Because sometimes I'll skip through story because I'm trying to figure out how to play a game. And so I get kind of frustrated with that and I have to go back and learn the story and everything. This one does a really good job of unfurling it uh, as you go along. Did so, you, by the way, did you not unlock the son that has the two double, or not the son, the, the little brother that has the two I, daggers or whatever? I didn't, I didn't know. You mean Kratos Jr.? No, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get to him yet. I didn't get to him, but he's, I've, I've seen his story. Yeah. He, he's coming up. He is, uh, he, he is, uh, he is way cool. So Uncle Ben, not related, no relation to Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Peter good. Parker. All right. Thought you meant to Right. You. Uncle Ben, uh-huh. who, uh, who is kind of like. He he like hangs out of the house and he like upgrades all your stuff. So if you if you're out there and you're out there in the dungeon and you're fighting uh, and you're progressing, upgrading your guy, you know, getting the skill points and you're collecting morph, which is gold. Another word for gold, I guess, right? Yep, more morph, gold lumpets. Yep. Right, morph. I need some morph. Yep. I gotta have morph. More morph. You take that back to Uncle Ben, and Uncle Ben does something that is fascinating because this is one of the things I hate about games where you play multiple characters you'll you'll like a uh, skill level up one character and then it's like oh you have to get to the next character skill level them up too well there's some attributes that apply to the whole family so when you get that more if you get to come back and get to spend money on those uh, those enhancements so the whole family gets stronger every you go out uh, so when you start with the next character there's already a little bit of buff there well you have a combo of both right because you have both character right. 
character progression points and skill yes. ladders, and then you have this overall family one, which means right. everybody benefits from it. And it's good stuff like extra life or mm-hmm. bonus mm-hmm. damage, swiftness, or swiftness, right? Sure. Or, yeah, the things you really want. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is top down three quarter review uh, game, which I th- I think is just like I said, it, it is just beautiful in yeah. its simplicity. Diablo is hell. Uh, this thing, the way you fight. Oh, absolutely, Diablo yeah. is hell. And there's actually, even though it's pretty simple, uh, some of the things they don't really tell you, you have to learn along the way. Like I, I learned that uh, you can hold your shield up and uh, you can you can swing, but it's a much narrower swing with your sword as opposed to if you hold your sword down, it's a much wider swing. And there's little things you can learn along the way that kind of keeps improving your experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, there's there's a couple of different things you have to watch for. You've got stamina, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you got to watch that because you only can roll away so often. And some of these matches are pretty brutal mm-hmm. uh, when you're coming across like a whole bunch of bad guys. Yeah, but you eventually, and, like some of the things you unlock is now the sword carrying guy, which is the first guy that goes out. John, he can, right, right. Yeah, he can dash twice or he right. can dash or his dash doesn't uh, takes less time to cool down or whatever. So there's a lot of that sort of thing. But then when you start unlocking like the arrow chick or the double bl- blade yeah, boy or whatever. Uh, there's right. a magic person uh, later. All of these people have different fighting styles, different abilities. Mm-hmm. The kid with the two knives, for example, can just roll almost infinitely. He doesn't hardly right. ever have stamina problems. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. It's so kids. he's got way he's got way crazy stamina, right? So yeah. Children of Morta. I've I've played like I said. I played about four and a half hours. Uh, half of that time was spent going solo, which you're watching now. You're watching me play. This is me fighting these. Uh, the corruption slugs mm-hmm. they're coming at me i'm like yeah, get out of here mm-hmm. and then the other half was spent with uh, my son ethan he came over and we we cooped this thing so you can play two players at the same time two family of two members of the bergson family you can play it uh couch co-op or if you have this on steam which i do not yet I but do. i am gonna i have it on you steam. can play you can do the uh uh what's it called steamworks the no, no, the the the. It's not let's play. It's like a team play or something like oh, that. What's it called? Right. Uh, I forgot. It's the thing Valve has on Steam. You know, Steam. They're terrible. Valve's terrible at names, but yeah, they've got like remote. They are bad at names. You know that they're terrible remote at names. Play. Look at that. Right. Oh, it's, remote play. Yeah, you can do that. Let me tell you something. something. Like Let me tell you something dumb about uh, Steam names. The dumbest name <laughs> that ever came up for anything <laughs> is the Index, the freaking head, right. the VR headset. What kind yeah. of name for a VR thing is index? <laughs> Oculus, you think of eyeballs. Ocular, you know, it right. makes sense. It makes sense. You say Vive, it's like Vive. Yeah, the Vive. I feel the Vive. You know, it's a Vive. Viva the Vive or whatever. You say index and you're like, well, are you looking in the uh, the glossary? Or where where is it you're trying? Like, come on. <laughs> I love Val. So I can't get enough of this Children of Morta. And I'm probably going to be talking about it for the next couple of weeks. It won't take me that long. Uh, but it's 13 hours. I'm playing this on the Xbox One. Um, I'm probably going to pick it. I thought I'd pick it up on the on the Switch Lite, but the the characters are so small. I, it it seems like a perfect game for like laying in bed and just kind of grinding through. But it also seems like things would be kind of difficult to see. It's a little you know tiny, I mean? so, but it, it's it's, it's still pr- it's pr- it's a solid version of it over there. It. Yes, yeah. and so I'll probably end up getting this on the PC and finishing it up. 13 hours. I'll probably do more of a completionist. I do like when you get in these special areas where you unlock uh, unlock temporary upgrades to your characters, usually through that dungeon, particularly that dungeon that you're going through. Uh, you can do special things. I love raining down stuff. 
I love I love games that let me rain down the fire from the sky. Oh, then you want you're gonna want to keep going till you unlock the wizard person because that's oh I definitely gotta unlock the wizard person. That is definitely my action. So I I did look to see it. What's that? That's gonna be today's title. Unlock the wizard person. Unlock the wizard person. So this this game is developed by Dead Mage. I'm going to start trying to make sure that I mention the developer and the publisher in these because these are indie games, and I would like to see them get a little bit more credit. And I'll mention uh, you know, voice actors and different things as I find them interesting. Of course, I don't remember who it was, but it was a great voice actor, whoever did it. Uh, and it's also published by 11-Bit Studios. You may remember that from me playing just recently Frostpunk. I guess the reason why both of those are shop. Throwing up, just getting thrown up on the Xbox. Yeah. I guess uh, 11 Bit Studios must have made a deal. And Moonlighter, which I've been wanting to play and Great have not games. played yet. Very good game. All of those, by the way, also on Game Pass on PC. So if you want to play it there, you certainly That's can. what I was wondering. Is Moonlighting, Moonlighter? Moonlighting. <laughs> so, what's that? Uh, moon, moonlighter <laughs> is, is indeed on uh, PC Game Pass. It probably is. Yeah. It probably it is. Totally it's is. probably on the Game Pass, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you should play Stupid. that next game. That should be the thing you do next. You should play that. I I was I was thinking about that, and I was trying to say I was trying to think. Didn't Scott talk about that? Because I tried to look through the show notes and do a quick search to make sure that I did talk about it. I think recently. I think I've talked about. In fact, I think I've talked about this one um, before. But have it's you okay. talked about Jordan Morta? Yeah, but that's fine. If if you did, I was doing like this. Scott stupid. Scott yeah. stupid. Who could blame you? I couldn't blame you for that. Stupid. I wouldn't. I would look. I wouldn't blame you at all. But but I like to mention things that are are, are uh, if if you're like me and you're you're a uh, you know a, a gamer who's always looking for a deal. I think the best deal in gaming right now it's got to be the Xbox Game Pass. There, right? That's got to be the one of the best deals. It's the best deal going. in gaming, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Subscription wise, nothing comes close. It's very good. Absolutely. Uh, all right, I'm going to tell you now about. Oh, you're going to tell me now? Are you? I'm going to tell you now <laughs> about a game. <laughs> What's this game called? Oh yeah, this game is called. Spell sword cards. Ooh, colon. You are playing lots of card games. Yeah. Colon dungeon top. So that's the full name. Spell sword cards. Colon dungeon top. Spell. I like spell sword. That's a neat name. Now you're gonna look at this on screen, chat, and you're gonna say, uh, "What, what is, kind what, of crappy? <laughs> what is this? Um, I mean, it looks art. good. It looks fine. It's got nice art. Yeah, it's got it whatever." Fine. Uh, all right, so here's what it is. Uh, there's a million of these happening lately, and I'm not surprised because Slay the Spire was a big hit, still a big hit. And a lot of games are like, ooh, we could take that mechanic and we could add to it. We could do these other things. So that's kind of what this is. It's a combination of deck building cards, but again, not like a collectible card game like Runeterra. This is more, you know, the deck is what it is, and you unlock cards that are there, and it's not like you have to un- open a pack and find them. It doesn't work that way. Um and I like deck builders a lot. Also, I like what uh, Slay the Spire does. If you haven't played that, you uh, it's basically a roguelike game where you, using cards, battle your way through a random dungeon of creatures to try to get to the boss, get a whole bunch of extra stuff, go in better the next time, that sort of thing. Unlock characters, blah, blah, blah. That is exactly what this is trying to do, but in a slightly different way. Uh, you play, uh, you start out with the warrior. You can be other people later, but you got to uh, earn enough gold to unlock them. Uh, it's not a thing you'd go buy a microtransaction for. You literally have to unlock it. Uh, anyway, you go into these this big overhead dungeon thing, and you move around, and you can tell where there's like a creature to fight or where there's a, a, a package to open or a door that's locked or whatever. Oh. Uh, so you work your way around these dungeons, checking out stuff, find out where you need the keys, 
this sort of thing. And then when you fight a, uh, you find a creature and you fight them, it switches to a kind of fight me, almost like a board game layout, uh, like a grid of spaces. Mm. And now you're in this kind of positionally kind of chess like position. There's no chess. It's not like actual chess, but you can put your guy down and he has abilities like during one turn, he can move and attack once. Some people can move twice and attack once. Some people are ranged, so they don't need to move right next to somebody to attack. They can be two squares away and they can shoot an arrow or whatever. Yeah, and then, yeah. then you just start taking out these creatures and their minions. And each turn, when it's your turn, you can move your pieces around to be more strategic, add more cards to the bunch. You have spell cards to do weird stuff. Uh, ways to enhance your characters. Some characters can move and attack as soon as you lay them down. Others get laid down and can't move till their next turn. So some of those card rules are in place. Um, I th- It's very early access. I already think this is going to be one of my favorites of these. I think this is super good. It was only 15 bucks or less than that on it sale. It's fun. It is fun. Um, it's it's definitely, if this is if any of the things I mentioned or any of these combinations of ideas sound good to people, uh, you may want to check this one out. It's super cheap. It's a small developer. I like what they're doing. And, you know, while they're insp- they're wearing their inspirations on their sleeve, uh, like artistically, it's a bit like, um, oh, what's the one where the depths of the depths of this place will tear my soul asunder. I can't think of the name. <laughs> the one where it's all depressing all the time. Dungeon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what, what is it? Shit. Died. Oh, the, not Dungeon Keeper or something like that, right? Is it my sanity? My sanity leaks be, behind my brain. Darks? No, not Dark Souls. <laughs> it's the side-scrolling uh, looking uh, Darkest Dungeon. That's it. Oh, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, the okay. art, the art yeah, styles, yeah. Uh, the art styles, kind of reminiscent of that, and in a in a good way. It's a little more colorful. Darkest Dungeon tends to be a little red and black, but um, it's a cool little game. Uh, you know, first glance at it, you might think, well, it's just avatars of heads moving around. And it is. But, but you know, that's, that's fine. Yeah. That, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's animated well. What, what is Candy really Crush? Good. I mean, Candy I mean, Crush is just a little piece of candy moving around. You're right. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but this isn't like a puzzle. You know, you might look at it and go, oh, it looks like a sliding puzzle. It's not one of those. That's exactly what the board looks like. It's a four by four uh, sliding puzzle looking thing, but it's not. It's more like chess. Your your characters can only move a certain way and attack a certain way, and you're and you're stuck right. with those rules. So, uh, you try to you know protect your hero, use your minion card smartly, try to survive. I really like it. Try to survive if you can. Yeah, What's the name right. of it again? It is. It's, it's a n- dumb name. It's spell sword cards colon dungeon spell top sword. Yeah. All I need to remember is spell sword. I think That's you need to remember. Like I think you need to remember dungeon term, right? top because I think spell sword might be more common than dungeon top. Might be. I could be wrong. You might be right. It's on Steam, though. Currently now. In a is it on Steam? It sure is. It's an early access. They're balancing. That's where they're at right now. Right. By the way, you mentioned the price, and that's the other thing I try to always mention when I talk about the games I'm reviewing. Of course, we said you know it's basically free if you get it on the Xbox for the Children of Morta. But uh, if you're looking for a PC version, it usually ranges between $15 to $20. Mm. So we're, we're, we're hitting some of these indie games. But for 13 hours... That's about what you'd probably expect to play, pay, right? I mean, yeah, I'd pay that. Not bad. I'd pay that. Yeah, I'd pay that. I'd pay and that. You probably the, have paid that. I have paid that. I probably did pay that. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. I think I did pay that. All right, tell me about uh, Seventh Sector, whatever the hell this is. Oh, I'm going to tell you about whatever the hell this is. Is Seventh Sector 
Uh, I got a review copy of this from the developer. Sometimes you. Thank you for that. Uh, and sometimes I am a energy ball in this game that is essentially a side-scrolling puzzle game uh, on rails somewhat. So okay. you're... You start out, you might see this in the video now, you're in a CRT-type TV, right? Those old tube TVs. So you're you're in one of those, and you have to break out into and kind of have to do this Max Headroom thing where you kind of flash out, Max Headroom, what is that? I haven't heard that since the 80s. So you have to <laughs> pop out into the wiring as a, an electricity ball. So you've been disembodied, apparently. Uh, haven't revealed all the story yet. Here comes how long I've been playing. I played this game for about two and a half hours. Uh, I didn't look how long to beat, but I'm sure it's not really long. And it's probably also going to be greatly varied based on your puzzle solving abilities. All right. uh, the last thing I did, the last uh, puzzle I did was kind of like, a, what was it? Pipe mania? Is that was it? What that, was called? Is what that a thing? Called? Oh, where you fix pipes? the pipes? Yeah, pipes. Yeah, you got to rotate the pipes and stuff. Yeah, that there, was the last there was, I got a, stuck there was on. a version of that called Frisky Tom, and I've talked about it on the show before. Oh, yeah, Frisky Tom. Yeah, yes. remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in Seventh Sector, you're this, you're, you're this uh, little ball of electricity, and you're traveling down these wires, and you're jumping between the wires using your electricity to, uh, <laughs> to solve the problems that are presented before you. Yeah. Uh, and the the puzzles are challenging. I've I've liked this game. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I like this game. Uh, it was the the puzzles were challenging enough, but not to a point of frustration because I can't stand when I get to it. I want to play in a game, and I like challenge, but I don't like game stopping frustration. Oh yeah, no, you know nobody, what I mean. Nobody likes that. I don't yeah, like that. It's the worst. So this has this has just the right amount of when you solve a puzzle, you're like, oh my god, I'm a genius, mm. even though you're really not. Yeah. It makes you feel good, sure. but not so easy that you go, my kids should be playing this. When I say kid, I mean my two-year-old, So, which I don't have. Uh, so Seventh Sector, uh, <laughs> I, think is, well, I, think it's a, I think it's a visually interesting game as well, and it's got a lo lot of really good uh, audio effects, but I would definitely recommend this game. Uh, it's, re it's actually, it has a pretty good, yeah, mostly positive to very positive on Steam. Uh, which is where I may pick it up next. I don't know. I think I might would kind of like this on a Switch or something if they have it for that, um, which I think they do because I requested codes for this and several other things, and I actually got a code for the PS4. Now, mm -hmm. this has already been on PC, and it's already out for the PC, and has been for about a year. Mm -hmm. It is being released in the next couple of days on uh, most of the consoles. It's pretty. Uh, such as the PS4, Xbox. It's a very pretty game. It's very satisfying. And there's some kind of weird story going on that I'm really digging because you're apparently being chased and monitored. And it's, I, I'm supposing it's supposed to be some type of sci-fi dystopian future mm -hmm. or alternate reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you're always, as you go along, if you watch the background, there's all this interesting interactions and animations that are going on uh, that are trying to reveal some things to the story. Interesting. Uh, so, all right, it looks kind of I, spooky. Is, is it spooky? Yeah, you. It it actually gets kind of intense because there's sometimes where you're like, uh, it's almost got that. Um, it, it it feels like almost like a horror game because you're like, oh, I got to hurry, and then you realize, oh, I'm just a sparkly light. <laughs> what are they going to do to me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, nothing. That's pretty interesting. nothing. So it's moving along kind of slow here because I was still trying to figure it out. So yeah, if you're watching the video, there's not a lot to watch. You probably have to scroll on like near the 
middle ways or towards the end because there's there's there is one thing that's kind of frustrating learning how to uh navigate through those wires can be kind of frustrating because they they're kind of on rails so sometimes you'll get in a corner where you're trying to turn and you and you can't quite turn and that gets a little frustrating but nothing game breaking well does your dude ever just shit himself out and he's like a full-grown person at the end or is he always i don't know like i said i'm only uh i'm only a few hours in i'm assuming it's going to go probably at least 10 hours maybe six 10 hours or so and so uh there's a lot of dialogue going in you can't hear right now there's a lot of atmospheric things going on that really make the game kind of pop and maybe kind of visually boring to watch uh with no audio uh but um, where's it going? I'm telling know, you something. Seem, oh, do I ever get it? Yeah, you do. Sometimes you 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 start operating uh like steampunk like robotics. Oh, you know so I mean? you so take you like, over the like, machines. That's cool. Yeah, you get you like embody machines. Yeah, that seems really cool. Why have I not heard Seventh of this at all? Sector seems like like some... I said, it's, it was it was on. It came out on the PC last year, uh, March fifth, two thousand nineteen. It's about to hit the consoles. Well, good. Seems like a neat thing. People should play this. All right. Available now, wherever you get your games. Uh, you were going to mention, ba- how do you say that? Baobab's <laughs> Mausoleum? Baobab's Mausoleum. Scott Baobab's Mausoleum. Got it. Okay. Right. Baobab's Mausoleum. And if you can get some, if you can get some visual pull up of that, if you just do a Google search and get a little visual, I should have probably put something in there. It is just a mention. And the reason why it's just a mention is I picked it up on the Switch. I picked up episode one. This is sold in episodes. There's three episodes that I can pick up on the Switch. I picked up the first one. It was about five bucks or so. And uh, it is a lot. I, I loved it. It is weird and kooky. And it the the I, I don't know how to explain the graphics other than maybe 90s type of cartoon almost animation. It's just it's. Kind of really, terrible, like like in a good way, like just gross yeah. and weird. It's gross and, and, and weird and kind of hairy and everything. It is yeah. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but there, there's a lot of puzzle solving in this game. And But they do it, and this is the main complaint about this game, is that people say, oh, well, they didn't know what it wanted to be because there are times when you're playing like a first person and then there's other times where you're playing top down and there, it, it switches between all these different game types. And I thought... With the narrative, I thought it was actually kind of neat and kind of fun, but apparently it was it was Achilles' heel. But there was one frustrating thing. There was one puzzle you couldn't solve unless you went to their website, and this was a game breaker for me. Mm. I had to go to their website, but their website, because I guess it was released in back in 2017, the first episode, uh, their game site is no longer available. the The place where you're supposed to get the clue is no longer available. I had to go to Steam. Uh, and and look to the message boards there uh, to find the solution, and the solution was not easy. Mm, so mm. I did not care for that, and I was like, okay, so I won't be buying the second and third because obviously this is something that has e- either ceased development or uh, or is running into some kind of trouble. So yeah, you never know. But the first episode was a lot of fun. It was like five or six bucks. That's totally worth that. Yeah, it's worth messing around with. So uh, right. I picked up uh, just as a little side mention. Also, I'm not done with it. I just got started, so not near enough time in it. But it's called. Awesome P two, and by P awesome P yeah awesome P like P E A like the like the like the vegetable oh like like the the P in the princess bed not yeah. the P in Scott's bed well unless gotcha. the princess has a urinary problem which is entirely possible. right right uh, but it's uh, a lot of people misunderstand that story 
It's this little side platformer that's super hard. Oh, it's cute. Uh, it is cute. It's based on right. um, kind of a Game Boy aesthetic. Like it's green. Yeah. It's all green, you know, like the graphics aren't are not color. It's like a monochromatic green. Um, there's two modes. You can have it look like it does right now to people on video or you can turn on basically fake CTR uh, or CRT rather. Yeah, uh, yeah, screen. CRT, yeah. And uh, I prefer it without it because it's super obnoxiously yeah, I don't. I don't. I've never liked. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, did you that see fast that? fall That's through in the neat. pipes. Pretty neat. Uh, you have a double yeah. jump, but really your your abilities are jump and double jump, and then you try to escape these worlds and, jump and go double to the jump. next one. And they get really super meat boy hard, like ah. not easy. And they have that immediate restart thing when you die. It's like you're right back oh, to yeah. try again. So it's very meat boy, yeah. which I'm a fan of. I like that meat boy stuff. Right. Um, definitely one of those games is going to make me scream at my monitor. So I may yeah. stream some of your this. CRT, your CRT monitor. Yeah. My scream CRT monitor. Um, right now is this procedurally generated levels or is this, this looks like static levels. These are static levels. I'm thing. pretty sure it's all, uh, designed by it's all design stuff right now where it's pooping him in this particular, he's on a really hard level that we're watching right here. This, the game starts out much less crazy than this. Right. Um, but if you can figure out how to get out of the levels, you get a bunch of points and you move on to the next one and it's really hard and you keep doing that. Again, I am not far enough to give any kind of conclusion as to how this all went. Uh, but I can tell you that it is just the right yeah. kind of nostalgic. It feels real good and plays right. good and all that. I like it. I think I think the uh I think the gravity is always the thing that gives me trouble in these kind of games. Mm -hmm. It doesn't I, I the fall gravity seems weird. It is it weird. It's like, not it's not realistic yeah. at all. But right. once you get the handle on how it works, it's you just have right. more control. You have like air control and you know, you don't I see that. You're yeah. not limited to you know, if you jump it isn't like, well, I guess I just fall where I have to. You can actually change the outcome depending on right. where you are, which you know, Mario can do that to an extent, but this is, this right. gives you more control even than that. That was another thing that kind of surprised me about Children of Morta. That's right. I'm bringing it back to Children of Morta. Yeah, bring it Every back. Every time around. uh it, the, I use the analog stick to, to, you know, to navigate around in Children of Morta, but mm -hmm. th there's no analog behavior to it. It's like when you move in one direction, you, you go that speed. And so what happens is you aggro a bunch of bad guys because you're like, oh, I just want to, I just want to peek. I just want to peek down this little corner over here of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. And when you do, you suddenly like right in the middle of a horde and you're like, ah, oh, well, yeah. it's like I'm fighting now. I would recommend, actually, the D-pad's pretty good on a PlayStation 4 controller on your PC for that game. It's not a bad way to play Yeah, it. I, I agree. I, I switched to the D-pad because it, it made more logical sense to my brain because I'm so used to, with an analog stick, I'm so used to, like, you know, micro movements, whereas mm -hmm. the D-pad's, it's like, you know what's going. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, there goes the D-pad. Yeah. But I think I'm going to play. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Can I say something to the Switch while I'm complaining about video games? Do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I complained at all. Uh, hey, Switch, or hey, game developer. If you're going to put a little icon on the screen that says push this button, uh, d the plus button and the D-pad look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're playing a light, it doesn't, right? Yeah, no, it looks exactly the same. Well, so, wait. I mean, on screen, oh, you, mean like, the, you mean the interface. Yeah, they'll give yeah, me like a legend. You know, there's yeah, like a legend yeah, yeah. On, the, on the screen that says, okay, you push this button, it does this. You push this button, it does that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I looked at it and I kept pressing, I kept pressing one, I kept pressing the D button, the yeah. D pad button. I kept going, go, oh, what are you doing? What it's because they, nothing, a lot of nothing. those guys put out this stuff before the, the right. lights were even an option and they didn't put like a dynamic way for it to switch. 
So yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, There's some games you're just yeah. like, oh, look, they're all <laughs> they're all just dots. <laughs> That's so just, good. Yeah, you're right. I actually I was talking about the Switch Lite. You're right. It it does have a D-pad. I just looked at the regular Switch and didn't even think. Yeah, it doesn't have a D-pad. It's got buttons. Yeah, that's because when you what? take the Joy-Cons off and somebody plays with just a Joy-Con, now they've got buttons that's and right. not a D-pad. That makes sense. It makes sense. I never thought about it. Yeah, that's why they do it. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Now I'm thinking. Can't stop thinking about it. Don't ever stop thinking about it. Brian, now this. Don't stop. All right, there's that. Also, Brian's great new clip. Sometimes I do almost do Elmo. All right. It's pretty good. Anyway, uh, time for us to do a little bit of Guess My Game. This is where we guess each other's game. It's usually an old game. Uh, today, uh, I, th- I think we are that. I can tell by the waveforms on these things that both these games are, are old. Right. Uh, but uh, we, we play them for each other. We try to guess what each other's game is. I'll start. Brian, try to guess my game. Are you ready? Here we go. Do it. Hint is arcade. Arcade. Yeah, absolutely. I know this. I know this. Chat room's not right. They're they're getting it wrong. Nope, still okay, wrong. Okay, so you can. It's weird because it sounds like there's like these little bugs and like an acceleration. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Ideas? Wow. I mean, it, it almost sounds like a racer, but is it is any type of racing involved? Incorrect. Okay. Okay. Any other guesses? Is is it very colorful? Uh yeah, actually it is. Okay, it's very colorful. It's got it's got a lot of blocks then, right? Does it it's not like it's uh, uh, I'll give you another hint then, because now you're bringing up blocks. There are no blocks. It is a vector game. Oh, it's a vector. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It, a vector is it Zaxxon? Game. It is definitely not. Zaxxon was a was not vector. Zaxxon was. Oh a, yeah, well, uh, I mean, that was all. You're right. And stuff. No, no, you're right. You're right. So this is so think like you know, Tempest slash Asteroids. You know, something that with that kind of vector tech. Vector uh, not tech. not like uh, you know. Can you say it's not Tempest? It's not Tempest. Interesting. Yeah. So I just eliminated two vector games that you don't have to think about: Tempest and Asteroids. Right. Right. It's not that. Hmm. Says Spy That's a really tough one. Who makes it? Is it uh is it Atari Midway? Who is it? I'm gonna tell you now who makes it, and that'll help you. This was made by Cinematronics. Cinematronics. And it was I'm trying to see if it ended up anywhere else. Nope. Uh oh yeah, it did. Okay, so it was released in 1980 in the arcade. Later oh, in 1983, three years later. On the Vetrex home system, which did all vector games, which makes sense. Definitely not Battlezone. Oh, someone in the chat room knows. Let's see if you can get it. I don't know. You give up? You give up? I give up. I'm going to give up on this one. I'm not. I'm not real sure. The only only vector game I played a lot of was that Star Wars game. Well, uh, oh yeah, that was a good vector game. I'm going to give big props to Dirtnap71 in the chat who got it correct. What was it? Star Castle. Star, Star Castle. Castle. Yeah. Star Castle. It really didn't have anything to do with Castle, but whatever. I mean, right, right. Uh, this is one of my I, favorite I don't know. arcade Maybe later games. in the game it was it was something with the castle. I loved this I never game. Got that far. I thought it was super cool at the time. I still think it's really cool. Just a rad game. You had to shoot down these barriers around this. Uh, I guess it's a castle in the middle. I don't know what that thing's supposed to right, be. Right, right. 
Uh, you are a ship on the outside shooting at it. You can fly in and out of the screen, left, right, top, and down, kind of asteroid style. So if you leave the bottom, mm-hmm. you'll come out the top. Uh, you fire into this thing. Meanwhile, little tiny ships, uh, or maybe they're smart bombs, whatever they are, getting pooped out of the circle. Those are coming at you, so you need to either kill those or avoid those while trying to take down all of these uh, barriers. The barriers are rotating opposite ways of each other, so it just takes right. a while to get into the core there. It's a little like Tron, you know, how Tron, the big uh, MCU unit. I actually was thinking it almost sounded like a Tron game at first, but I was like, no, I don't remember anything that way because yeah. i was trying to think because you know tron was like a bunch of mini games i was like maybe it was one of the mini games but i guess it's yeah Starcastle. it's a very good game and uh, you know for what it was and what it is i think it holds up i actually think this is still fun super fun to play uh despite you know the the, the simplicity of it but it gets harder every level and you know throws more and more at you and it's just one of those great old goes, oh. games. <laughs> right listen to this part here. right i love this last part you're going down. Let's do this part. Right here. You hear that? I love that. That's such a great sound. Anyway, very good game. Here's yours. Let's see if I can guess. Oh, I should say, uh, what else was I going to tell you guys? It was an upright cabinet. Uh, it was Its genre was multi-directional shooter. And uh, because it was vector, it could be any resolution you wanted. So it didn't matter what screen it was on. It was developed by a guy named Tim Kelly, uh, programmed by Scott Bowden. Uh, Tim Kelly, famous for a bunch of games, including Starhawk, Sundance, Warrior, Ripoff, Armor Attack, War of the Worlds, and Reactor, along with Star Castle. Uh, He also had a game called Screw Loose that never made it to market. Is Starhawk? Hold Screw on. Starhawk is what game? That is a seventy. That was seventy nine. All right. I don't know if that guy's still alive or not, but he might be. Anyway, uh, there's your game, Brian. Here's yours. I'm going to play it. Here we go. Now you're going to get this right away, oh, or you're going to struggle. Okay, let me see. You're either going to get this right away, or you're going to like struggle. Okay. <laughs> this is a Zelda game, right? Uh. This is this is the link to link to the past. Link to the past, you got it. Like oh, I said, I, it was gonna either, I took a chance because I'm like I'm like he's either gonna get it right away or he's gonna be really pissed. And uh, I was I was hoping for the you know like a brain fart. Well, I just played this um, recently on my Switch. Did you? Yeah, because it comes with that Switch Online stuff, so you get the old yeah, SNES which I've games. been enjoying. I've been playing it with my little handy dandy. Uh, Ooh. Ooh yeah, like that wireless, like that, like yeah, that Ni- Nico. I like that Ooh. wireless. There goes to my. Uh, How much was that? Goes to my SNES Mini. I think it was between uh, fifteen or twenty bucks. Hold on, that thing. thing uh, what is it? Bluetooth to the SNES Mini? Is that no, it? it's got its own little dongle. You stick Shut it right there up. in the little controller port. I'm gonna do that because I got this right here with me now, and I like yeah. I like these like original legit cabled court, uh, controllers, but I want yeah. that. That seems awesome. And it feels it feels good too. It's it's a good it's a good one. How they much? did good on this one. How much was it? Like I said, I think it was either fifteen or twenty. It wasn't it wasn't too terribly bad. I need to get one. I'm gonna get one. Send me a link. You gotta get one. Send me a link. Because because I I like I I love playing the uh, on my Switch. Of course, I I got the the live the whatever Nintendo's little subscription thing is that yeah, yeah. cost. But anyway, I got that, but I, I, I like doing that because the NES Mini has a few games that's not on there, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, there, like and there's the, a lot the on the... the RG- there's, there's a bunch on the Switch that aren't on the Mini, so it's a, it's a good right, combo right. to have, yeah. It's good, yeah, it's a good combo. I like it. 
that's only what three bucks a month for that stupid service. It's cheap. Yeah, it's it's pretty cheap, but you don't get a lot. But it's still, it's, well, have, I think I think it's the right of, price for what you get. You have all of those. Plus, they're adding new ones all the time. Plus, they have the whole NES library, and they're adding new ones of those all the time. And I get to play uh, Tetris ninety nine on that service, which is one of the greatest <laughs> things in the history of the world. So right. That. Like I said, it's it's about the right price. I mean, because I think it's the right price. There you go. It's good. Luke Sidewalker in the chat says, any thoughts on Overwatch in general? Well, that's a weird thing to ask for five years after it was released. But yeah, it's a good game. It's a great shooter. Oh, Over- Overwatch is always having some kind of kerfuffle. There's right. always something about, somebody's always mad about Overwatch. Yeah. I, I like I like popping in every once in a while and playing. But I but uh, a lot of people will go, oh, this is, they ruined the game now. Now it's, now it's ruined. Yeah. It's ruined. Uh, it's a little like saying to somebody, "Hey, what do you think of Star Wars?" It's like, "Well, really? right. We're, we're, hey, we know it's like Luke, like Luke Sightwalker says in the chat room. He said, "Hey, it's new to me, though." That's a good point. It's yeah, just him. like that. Just like that. Uh, the Children of Mortis, new to me. New to you. To do? Yeah, old What's to me. New, to, new me? to you. It's fine with me. We're all good here. Check this out. <laughs> All right, time for us to read an email submitted by a listener. Uh, these are great. We love them. Please keep them coming. All you got to do is use the following email address, boopshow at gmail.com. That's B-O-O-P-S-H-O-W at gmail.com, boopshow at gmail.com. This is from Steve, who says, Steve. Hey, guys. Oh, you know how uh, <laughs> Ibit and I were talking about this. The they, We found out that the Emperor Palpatine's first name is, Sh- is Sheev. Or Shreve oh, or yeah. something? Shreve? I think it should just be Steve. Steve Palpatine. <laughs> Steve Palpatine. Isn't that great? You will listen to Steve me. Steve Palpatine. One day the whole the whole empire will have on their lips. Steve Palpatine. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say anyway, my name. Uh, he says this. I was uh, thinking about something that I forgot uh, that I forgot might be worth discussing on the show. What are the best PC games that you picked up for dirt cheap? For example, under 10 bucks. As someone who tends Ooh. not to have a lot of extra cash to burn on video games, I'm always on the lookout to see if there's anything interesting during uh, things like Steam sales and the Humble Bundle deals. I may not get to view the new hotness this way, but I'm often able to get, uh, or excuse me, find something that's at least fun to play. Uh, doing this also helps me find some hidden gems that I ended up really having fun with and probably wouldn't have given a second glance at if it wasn't something I had found a deal on. For example, games like the Trine series, Dust of the Elysium Tale, oh, yeah. uh, Beat yeah, Buddy, and Anodyne, just to name a few. Turned out to be great, but never heard of them before. Right now I'm in the middle of a puzzle platformer called The Way. Uh, and while not perfect, it's silly fun and sure as heck worth a buck fifty. I paid for it during the Steam sale. Thanks, longtime TMS and Film Sack listener, uh, but just jumped on the boop train a month ago, so I'm really digging it so far. Uh, Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve Palpatine. Don't hurt us with your electric hands. Uh, all right, I uh, it's too many to. I, I there are too many for me to even say. Um, but I can tell you that I ended up getting one of my favorite games of recent indie memory on the on the cheap. It was five bucks at one point, and I grabbed it thinking this looks dumb, and I loved it, and I still play it. And that's uh, Broforce. I freaking love oh, Broforce. Oh, Broforce is so good. Broforce is one of my favorite indie titles ever made. It is stupid and over the top and ridiculous, but the actual gameplay is some of my favorite, like little two D side scrolly stuff. I freaking love it, um, and that and that's an example of like I'm not sure how to run into that. I may have anyway because someone would have said something, but that was definitely one where I was like, ah, I can find out for five bucks. The reviews on here are good. Let's see what this is this is about, and that is yeah, a hell of a thing. Um, other good deals under ten. 
So many. I can't name them all. Oh, you yeah. Know what? This- there, there's, uh, I mean, absolutely. You mentioned the Humble Bundle. Yeah. You got you got to have that if you want cheap cheap games because $12 a month, they give you the option to pick 10 uh, now. They have like a little bit different deal now. It's like they show you 12 and you can pick 10 from your choice bundle or whatever and you can keep what you want and sell what you want. But there's always at least one game in there that's worth the whole 12 bucks and everything else is just cheddar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so don't don't forget also there's other there's other bundle places too, like bundle stars that I usually don't pick up. And there's also Fanatical. Right now, Fanatical has Everspace for three dollars and ninety-nine cents. That is a great game at three dollars and ninety-nine cents. Mm-hmm. I would also I like recommend I'd recommend Fury Unleashed, that's also under ten oh, bucks right now. It's a great that's a good one too. Oh, it's real good. Like also, funny yeah. enough, both those games are roguelikes that we just mentioned. Very different. Yeah, ones, and if you're looking for a little bit beefier game, maybe you've missed a few because you're a bargain shopper, and so you kind of have to wait for some of these bigger games to hit the 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 bargain bins. They also have uh, the 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 Shadow of Mordor is uh, there's like a bundle on Fanatical as well for four ninety nine. Right what? Now. That's just that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun game. It comes with some DLC as well. Uh, comes with a pretty good bit of DLC, that's actually. Crazy cheap. That, that's a that's a great game. It's for a that, very that good price. game. That second game is really awesome. And by the way, yeah, still- uh, currently free on not free, but part of uh, Game Pass as well. You can get that over there. Right, right. And we didn't mention this, but I, it may not be on Steam, but you are a PC gamer. The Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, uh, or just the PC version, has tons of games for like what? What were they doing? Like five ninety nine at one point in time. I think it's still five for bucks the, for the PC one. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's hard to beat. There's there's a gluttony of games for us cheap ass gamers, right? And I think That's you thing. still, I think you still get the first two months for eighty eight cents or something dumb like that. Right. Like it's it's really a good crazy. Deal. Yeah. But uh, I always lo- it's always good to hear about uh, bargain shoppers and games. We're big fans of that. So if you've got recommendations for that sort of thing, uh, people listening at home, please send them in and tell us no, or tell us no, tell us how, tell us what. That's what tell I us what. Tell us how, tell us what. What, what, what. All right, uh, before we get out of here, I have an announcement to make. It's kind of a weird <laughs> place to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. Hey, do you guys like comics? Do you like free comics? Do you like to check the internet and go, ah, oh, there's a funny comic that I just read, a cool comic strip from an artist I like. Well, I launched my first new comic in years. It's actually based on <laughs> an idea I had back in like 2005 or six. And I never went anywhere with it, but I decided to dust it off and go for it. It's called Fred and Can, and it's literally about a guy named Fred <laughs> and his semi-sentient can of expired cream corn. Mm, uh, cream corn. You're going to get some great uh, funny stuff, poignant stuff, maybe an occasional sad thing, but it's all about Fred oh, no, and his can. Oh, no, he's not going to open the can of cream corn. That would be sad. No, he'll never do that. And we'll never oh, he'll do. never do that. Okay. And you'll what, never what truly. If he's got a, what if he gets a dent? There's so much drama. Maybe he already has a dent. I don't know. Let's figure it out. Right. But uh, if you want to find out uh, for yourselves, it's just free to look at. Go check it out. Free uh, FredCanComic.com. There's an RSS feed for people who'd rather get it that way. It'll come out every Monday. If my uh, Patreon gets to some levels that I want it to at FrogPants.com slash Patreon. No, Patreon.com slash FrogPants. Uh, then we'll do two a week. Uh, but right now, it'll be every Monday. Right now, there are two out, though. So there are two out. Get a bonus one uh, to start things off. It just launched today. Head on over again to fredcancomic.com or you can go to frogpants.com I went, and it'll be right there. I went and looked. I laughed. I loved. I cried. Yeah. Well, there's more to and it. And then I went and ate some corn. Oh, geez. That's cream, creamed or regular corn? Yes. Uh, well, uh, there's only one kind of corn. Cream. <laughs> cream good, corn. That's a good point. 
I mean, uh, you can't eat other kind. No, don't eat that. It won't. It won't digest. No, you're right. You're not wrong. Damn you, Scott Johnson, making me want to make a web comic again. Yeah, you should do it. Get in there. Let's get. What was your? See, Brian and I have similar weird ideas for comics. What was your? <laughs> what was the one in the guy in the bush thing? What was that? Oh yeah, the guy in a bush. Guy. There was a guy who wakes up. He is the e- eternal punchline. <laughs> it was. It was all based on the idea. Of, did you ever see? Uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. So. I noticed for a while there, everybody thought it was funny when people had to hide in bushes because they were naked. And I thought, hey, what if a guy had, question mark, been abducted by aliens, been somehow lost his memory? Jason Bourne right into the the bush Mm -hmm. and and couldn't leave because of his modesty. Yeah. Uh, So he has to exist in the bush. Yep. And then unfurl that story as he as he meets people who come to get the bus. Yep. Who are trying to take public transit. Yep. He's so, just a guy uh, in yeah. a bush. It was amazing. And you just should do it again. You should bring it back. Uh, so I totally should. Finally, Fred and Can and Guy in a Bush can see the light of day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's FredCanComic.com. FrogPants.com will take you there as well. Uh, currently, there's a splash page when you go there. So uh, anyway, <laughs> your comments are welcome. And watch for it every Monday. That's uh, happening now. They still call them splash pages? I don't know. I don't know what you call that. I call it a... I mean, what would you call it? Like a promo page? Co- like a, a cover page? I don't know. We've got, some, we've got these infinite scroll websites now that are just... You know, it's got cover style and everything yeah, I else. Know. I mean, it's a, that's the other thing is this thing is not certainly not going to exclusively be there. I'll have it on Twitter. I'll have it on Instagram. And mm-hmm. in fact, on Instagram, it goes panel by panel. It's got like its own little yes. format. Uh, so that's going on. And then... Uh, what else? Uh, that's it. That's all. That's it. That's it. Hey, what uh, else do you need? Do uh, this is what they need. They need to go to our website, frogpants.com/boop. If you want to get some uh, additional stuff there, that's all there. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Get your voicemail. Boopshow at gmail.com is our email, and you can find us on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson, and uh, the show is at boopshow. Uh, that's gonna do it for us, Brian. Do you have hey, any, but uh, what if if we're all, if we're all pimping our stuff? Pimp hey it. man, I'm doing Throwback Thursdays with uh, I'm going. Did you know that I've never really played any Zelda games? Did no. You know that? What is you wrong know that? with you, you insane human? I, I mean, I've like dipped my toe in a couple of times and said, "What is this?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll walk around for a few minutes and go, "Ah, mm-hmm. not for me." Mm-hmm. Well, as I've grown older, I have found that I am now interested in uh, Legend of Zelda. That's right. Look at my shirt, and so. I'm uh I'm I'm going through my SNES here, my SNES Mini, and I'm playing uh, Link to the Past through com- to completion. Wow! Uh, so I'm doing that on Thursdays, Thursday that, nights. That's on awesome. Twitch, yeah, Twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Do a do a follow, and you'll know when I'm playing. Hey, can you tell me the brand of that controller again? Yes, this is a NYKO, a Nyko. This model number is. It's not eight bit. Uh, it's not that eight bit do thing. Those are popular. It's called a. It's called a super mini boss. Okay, let's see. N Y K O. I kind of want super one of these. mini boss. Is it? And the well, the cheapest thing I'm finding on on any of these sorts of things are about uh twenty five bucks. Does that sound right? Right. That's probably about right. I I'm I bought this thing a while back. Yeah. So I've had it for a while. I think I got it on. I got some kind of deal on it, but I, I can't remember what it was. It was on a slick deals or something. But right. that's that's about the right price. All right, I'm interested. I don't know why. Just am. You know how I get. Yeah, same as you. You just that's want right. the, you just want the cool thing. I get it. You know He's, what I like hearing back? Chert, Kurt the cast Chert, from the chat room. Chert, Kurt, Kurt Chert, the cast Chert. says, "Frog pants. Thanks for recommending Littlewood." 
It's oh. pretty fun. Yeah, Littlewood is... Oh, that's the other thing I've been playing all week. I get a lot of Littlewood in. Oh, this is the other thing about Littlewood. Uh, they put a big update out, and it's got a ton of new content, and there's more coming, so watch for more Littlewood coverage here right. on the Boop Show. It's very do good. Do it. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next time with another show. Until then, be good. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. Sometimes I do almost do Elmo.